What's going on, Hardliners? Welcome. Not sure if you knew this, but we're in a war. Against an evil faction that just won't quit. But little do they know, with Christ Jesus in our heart, we will win this war because this is the Lord's fight. We are firm, we're steadfast, and we're uncompromising. As it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Welcome to His Heart Line. Let's get started. Good afternoon, guys. I hope you guys like that new intro. I was working on it a little bit last night. I tell you, I've been a busy guy between uh, last night and this morning. Um, just got done doing the one percent or less with him show, uh, that chapter day Bible reading, which I implore all of you, if you can't stand to listen to my voice for an hour, at least bare minimum, come over here for the one percent or less with him show. That with him part is being with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and God, and we get engulfed in His Word by reading a chapter a day out of the Bible. Right now, we are reading chapter John uh, in, in the book of John, <laughs> chapter John. In the book of John, Ugh, I tell you what makes me wonder why uh, I even do this. I, I mix up so many words so often; it's ridiculous. But right now, we are doing the uh, we are doing the his hardline discussion early today. I apologize. Yes, it is not at seven o'clock. Um, you know, until my listenership does increase as far as live listens, um, I got a lot of downloads. I tell you that 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 part I'm really excited about. And so I want to say thank you to all those who support me and have been sharing this podcast far and wide through all art part, you know, areas of the internet. And please keep keep sharing this because I don't know if a lot of you really realize exactly just how important this is. And I'm not just saying it because this is the show that I'm doing for, you know, for Lord, for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ and God. But um, and again, not because I started this, because, you know, otherwise every podcaster out there would be like, oh, well, my show is the most important or this is the most important. This is the most profound. And, and of course, and to their own each, everybody's own respect. I'm sure it is. And but the thing is, is that, you know, I keep talking about the assemblies here. Okay, the assemblies of the of the states of, of, of this country, all right, becoming free and independent nation states. Now, that is a very important discussion that we will be continuing on um, basically throughout the duration of this of, of until I basically die, because the assembly of states is something that has to not only be started and has to continue on after death, but, you know, go on and, th you know, throughout generations. And so, but in order to get these assembly of states, we have to do one thing first. We have to get our hearts softened and opened so we can have Christ pour into our heart. Because here's the thing, we can't be a blessed and prosperous nation without God back at the throne. We were designed to be underneath a theological monarchy, and that's God at the top, us below God, and small and limited government below us. That's Basically, and it's in a nutshell what it is. So, but again, I would like to start off as you heard in the intro. I do like this verse because it resonates so strongly with what his hard line is about. Joshua 1 9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And so, 
I will continue to open with that verse and close with that verse. I absolutely love that verse. And again, it's March 3rd, 2022. Thank you so much for joining and listening to us. In tonight's discussion, or this afternoon, I should say, boy, I keep thinking it's 7 o'clock. In in today's discussion, we're just going to say today, we are discussing the new way forward. Okay? Now, before we get into that, Again, I will do these. Uh, I will do these shows, these live shows. Well, I do a live every day. All right, just just depends on what kind of show it is. But the longer discussions are going to be on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Okay, now they may not always be at seven. They might be at six. Sometimes they might be at three thirty in the afternoon. I don't know. But here's the thing: do me a favor, share this far and wide through all corners of the internet because I need your help. I don't do social media, so please copy the link of of the Podbean, copy my link on the website, whatever you have to do. It's very easy. A lot of you out there are very technologically savvy. I know you can do all this. Share it to your friends and family. It's so very important because, again, it's not just about the assemblies that are really important here and and gaining this. In fact, I got... um, Oh man, I tell you, I got so much information here. I got to, you know, slow down here and not that it's, you know, top secret information. This is actually like all, uh, you know, public, you know, this is public domain. In fact, just uh, today, uh, as a matter of fact, with regards to the assemblies, um, I was just looking, let me see, let me pull this up on my phone real quick. And uh, I I was actually so excited when I saw this. I was like, heck yeah. Um, So, so in February, in February, North Carolina gave a public notice to the, you know, to the world. Um, see when, when states assemble, there's a, a process that has to take place. It's a 10 step process. It's not a sexy process. It's not a quick process. It is a process nonetheless. So North Carolina put out a public notice back in February 10th this year. All right. Before that, it was Florida putting out their uh, public notice of their Florida general general assembly. All right. Now they're not settled yet. Okay. Alaska and Michigan are the only two states that are settled. Now, what's that mean? It doesn't mean we only have two states. There's a lot of states that have this process going. It's just we are much further along, okay, than all the other states. But we have a lot of states. I can't remember the exact number, but we have a lot of states. We need 38 states plus. And then that's three-quarters of the country, right? Three-quarters of the states. And then we need three-quarters of the counties in those states to take ourselves out of interim status, and what that basically means is then we have civilian control of the country. Okay, what's that basically mean? We're, that means we're self-governed. Well, what does that mean? Well, that means that when we claim our jurisdiction and self, have a self-governance back with the power back to the people, that means this corporation that we call the government, it's not the rightful government, it's the de facto and fraudulent government, their services will no longer be required or needed because guess what? We will have our actual rightful, lawful institution of government in place, not bought and paid for by people of foreign countries with foreign money and by the Vatican or the British Royal Crown. We won't have lobbyists. That's going to be a thing of the past here soon. Got a lot of a lot to unpack here. But um, the and then and then this month, uh, let's see, today's what, the third? third yeah think jason think come on come on mcfly um today is the third so on the first just a couple days ago arkansas just put out their general uh put out their public notice of them becoming a uh um putting out a public notice declaring their assembly 
I'm just going to read the first paragraph here real quick. It says, this, this, a de jure grand jury, I wonder if they should add this is, hmm, I'll have to reach out, but it says, this, a de jure grand jury findings of fact that the grievances brought before this grand jury on this day of June 12, 2021, in a presentment of declaration by people assembled in Arkansas State and find these grievances true and correct. Therefore, the grand jury finds that the people in Arkansas shall assemble to reassemble. Now, I'm wondering, let's see here. Now, it says right here, June 12, 2021. You know, it just dawned on me, actually. Looks like so because I'm, I'm reading out of the uh, out of the forum here of the National Assembly uh, blog and news. Um, and I know they redid the forums, so I'm wondering if they're just putting all these up right now. But here's the thing, though. This is kind of still exciting, though, regardless, because there's a lot of states that are, you know, getting their assemblies together and they're putting out these public notices. Like I said, we got Arkansas, we got North Carolina, we got Florida. What else we got here? We got uh, Missouri, we got uh, Tennessee General General Assembly. Um, we got California, then there's Hawaii, then there's New York. I mean, when we get these 38 states, look out. The, the new way forward that I'm talking about here, <laughs> I don't think people are going to be, people are not going to be ready for this. I mean, when I say they're not going to be ready for this, I mean, I don't think they're going to mentally be able to comprehend what's to come. And what's to come is not bad. What's to come is actually going to be a, a just, it's going to be a beautiful thing. But Jason, how can you sound so confident with all the craziness that's going on in the world? It's It's noise. I mean, I'm not saying that it's all fake, right? But it's it's just a lot of noise, all right? You, all right. If I continue on what I wanted to go down on that particular train of thought, we're gonna go down a deep rabbit hole. Just different, different discussion for a different day. Let's stay on track. So, um, and like I said, back to the actual show notes. Um, I will be doing these uh, discussions Tuesdays and Thursdays, and eventually, I'll probably implement Saturdays back again. Um, so again, please spread this word. So we're going to start real quick with the quote of the day. Um, I had to do a little research, but this is something that I found actually um, that was, uh, I can't remember where I saw it, but it was somewhere on the National Assembly forums. And I love this quote. It's by Christopher Paolini. And it says, first, let no one rule your mind or body. Take special care of your thoughts, remain unfettered, that your thoughts remain unfettered. Give men your ear, but not your heart. Show respect for those in power, but don't follow them blindly. Judge with logic and reason, but comment not. Consider none your superior, whatever their rank or station in life. Treat all fairly, or they will seek revenge. Be careful with your money. Hold fast to your beliefs, and others will listen. Again, that's a quote by Christopher Paolini. Now, word of the day. This one was brought to you uh, by someone that is within my county's assembly. Um, and I want to give her a shout out. Thank you, Miss Lynn. Mrs. Lynn, actually, she's married. But thank you, Lynn. I really appreciate it. The word, and she said she actually got it from uh, Destry, who is one of the guys who was originally from Michigan and helped get this state uh, assembled and settled. And now because of him, in others, not just because of him, but in others. Um, it's a big group effort, of course. Um, but he played a, a very large role um, in actually doing something about 
what's happening in our nation. Um, but this word got forwarded to me by Lynn, and she said, oh, this is a destry word. He, he told us about this one. And it is, uh, boy, I just played the pronunciation of this. Uh, you know what? I'm just going to do it right here while I'm on the air because now I forgot the actual pronunciation of this. Hold on. You might hear it on my phone. Forgive me. Interregnum. Interregnum. Okay. The word. Oh, man. It's kind of a hard word for me. That's a, Now, that's a, that right there, that's a that's a $100,000 word right there. Oh, man. Interregnum. All right? That's the word of the day. That's a very important word. And you want to know what that means? I'm going to tell you what that means right now. And I just learned it today, too. So I'm, like, super excited about this. Interregnum. There's three definitions. The first, and it's, 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 it's a noun. Okay? Now, the first definition is the time during which a throne is vacant between two successive reigns or regimes. Second definition, a period during which the normal functions of government or control are suspended. Hmm. Hmm. Let's read that one again. I like that one. A period during which the normal functions of government or control are suspended. Hmm. And then last definition, a lapse or pause in a continuous series. That's cool. Let's go back to definition two because that's interesting. A period during which the normal functions of government or control are suspended. Guess what, guys? Mind blow time. Our government, we're in interregnum status right now. Whether you believe it or not, or you like it or not, we legit are in a period of time where the normal functions of government and control Yes, they are suspended. Believe it or not, our military is in charge. And I am convinced. I, I know I'm a nobody here. I'm not. This is, and I, I'm always a nobody. I don't care if I got a million listeners. I will still consider myself a nobody. I'm just a, a man of God. I'm just, I'm just a servant. That's it. I'm no different than anybody else. But here's the thing. I know there are certain, you know, areas there within the military that are listening to this because they're they're very because because of the fact that i'm part of the assembly and this doesn't just go for me this goes for anybody i'm not special okay anybody who's in the assembly if they have any type of major social media accounts or they have you know a platform like this one where they're doing podcasting or they're doing videos you better believe they're being monitored personally i think that's what the space force is about i don't think space force is about actually being in space but i could be wrong this is just my own little assessment slash opinion i think space force is to monitor cyberspace all around the world because in order to keep a balance of control to make sure nothing pops off and gets crazy okay because again we are in a stage right now where how should we say it we're basically in limbo especially in this country Okay, we're in limbo. All right. And I know where we're going is going to be just a wonderful thing. Now, before I get further into that, I want to get into the Bible verse, which it's not so much a Bible verse. It's actually, I'm going to just read the whole chapter. And I know this isn't the chapter a day segment, but I am going to read the whole chapter. This is in Hosea chapter four. Um, It's titled Israel's Guilt, Punishment and Restoration. All right. Subtitle indictment of Israel. I'm just going to go blast through this. Okay. Because it has everything to do with kind of what we're going to be discussing Hear The word of the Lord Israelites for the Lord has a dispute with the inhabitants of the land. There is no fidelity, no loyalty, no knowledge of God in the land, swearing, lying, murder, 
stealing and adultery breaks out, bloodshed follows bloodshed. Therefore the land dries up and everything that dwells in it languishes. The beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and even the fish of the sea perish. Second subtitle, Guilt of Priest and of the People. And it reads, But let no one accuse, let no one rebuke with you, is my dispute priest. Um, make sure I'm going to the next area here, right? You will stumble in the day, and the and the prophet will stumble with you at night. I will make an end of your mother. My people are ruined for lack of knowledge. Since you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you from serving as my priest. Since you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. The more they multiplied, the more they sinned against me. I will change their glory into shame. They feed on the sin of my people and are greedy for their iniquity. Like people, like priests, I will punish them for their ways and repay them for their deeds. They will eat but not be satisfied. They will promote prostitution but not increase. Because they have abandoned the Lord, devoting themselves to prostitution, aged wine and new wine take away understanding. My people consult their piece of wood, and their wand makes pronouncements for them. For the spirit of prostitution has led them astray. They prostitute themselves, forsaken their God. On the mountaintops they offer sacrifice, and on the hills they burn incense beneath oak and poplar and terebinth because of their pleasant shade. Therefore your daughters prostitute themselves, and your daughter-in-laws commit adultery. I will not punish your daughters for their prostitution, nor your daughter-in-law. For their adultery, because the men themselves consort with prostitutes and with temple women, they offer sacrifice. Thus, a people without understanding comes to ruin. Though you prostitute yourself, Israel, do not let Judah become guilty. Do not come to Gilgal. Do not go up to Bethaven. Do not swear as the Lord lives. For like a stubborn cow, Israel is stubborn. Will the Lord now pasture them like lambs in a broad meadow? Ephraim is bound to idols. Let him alone. When their drinking is over, they give themselves to prostitution. They love shame more than their honor. A wind has bound them up in its wings. They shall be ashamed because of their altars. That concludes the whole chapter of, um, of Hosea chapter 4. Pretty profound words in here. And I'm going to go back to something real quick where it says in verse 6, My people are ruined for lack of knowledge. Since you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you from serving as my priest. Since you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. That's kind of pretty powerful. Verse 6. My people are ruined for lack of knowledge. Since you have rejected knowledge, I will reject you from serving as my priest. Since you have forgotten the law of your God, I will also forget your children. Hmm. We are in a point in this nation where that's exactly where we're at. People are rejecting knowledge. Why? Why are people rejecting knowledge? I'll tell you why. Because the knowledge sometimes is ugly. The truth is ugly. And what's going on in this nation is no accident. Every single thing from both the bad factions that are creating the chaos to the good guys on the other side that are fighting this chaos. Everything is done with intention. We are living through biblical times. 
I'm not going to name drop or say anything of any sort that kind of indicates who I may or may not be talking about, but I was discussing, I was discussing kind of basically the affairs of what's going on, not just, you know, with our our own nation and the chaos and, you know, but, you know, discussing how we should be, you know, uh, expanding the kingdom of God by helping God, you know, to soften and open hearts. And in the same conversation, I was discussing, you know, about the assemblies. And and this individual says to me, I just don't understand how you're able to become part of, you know, a, 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 what do you say? I can't, I want to be careful because I'm trying to remember, I'm paraphrasing by the way, but basically in a nutshell, what he was saying is I just don't see or understand how an institution or, you know, your assemblies that you're talking about can overthrow a government. I said, whoa, whoa. Hold on, we're going to back that up for a minute. This is not an overthrow of the government because let's make no mistake here. What we have in power right now is not a government, it's a corporation, okay? It's no different than McDonald's going into D.C. and saying, okay, we're in charge now. Seriously, I don't say that lightly. It is no different than Walmart or McDonald's or Coke, you know, Coca-Cola or whoever going in D.C. and say, okay, we're in charge now. We're, we're booting out this corporation. It's our turn. We are a corporatocracy. We do not have... A, a, an original jurisdiction, you know, de jure government in place? We don't. Because if we did, that would mean that we would be self-governed with civilians of the United States of America, of this nation, sovereign people of this nation. We would be in charge. We would be the ones governing. But that's not the case. We are a corporatocracy right now. <sighs> Who are these assemblies you speak of, Jason? Who are they? I'll answer that. We are a group of people that have come together to bring America back to what it was originally intended to be. A constitutional, Republican form of government. Where the people are sovereign and free. We come from all walks of life. We're different ages, different professions, different racial backgrounds, different religions, etc. We come together with a common goal of uniting the people for a just cause. Now, as of March 2010, we are now the only lawful government in America. Let me repeat myself. As of March 2010, we are now the only lawful government in America. Jason, that's pretty extreme to say that's over 12 years ago. Yeah, I know. And I'm telling you right now, we are slowly refilling, and but surely we are refilling all the positions that are vacant since 1861, but we are doing it in a peaceful and lawful manner. Now, yes, we are filling these positions. Does it mean that now we're, we're, we're in charge of the, the, comp, uh, the, the, the country? Not yet technically still an interim status, which is why this message is so important, why this podcast is so important. The assemblies, as they, you know, get their foundation put together, their foundational documents, and they put out their public notices, right? We have to have, you know, a certain amount of counties and a certain amount of states and a certain amount of people in each county. I mean, there's there's a lot that goes into this. Really, it seems like a very difficult and long excuse me, wind, winded process, but here's the thing. It's not. It's a lot easier than people think. But but Jason, why why are why are we doing this though? 
I mean, you guys have been doing this since 2010, right? You say you're the only lawful government. Why are you doing this? Listen, it doesn't take anyone to be a genius to recognize that there's something seriously wrong with what is going on in our state capital and in Washington, D.C. When I say our state capital, I'm talking about Michigan. I'm sure other state capitals as well. All across America, people are starting to wake up and realize that their government had been stolen by big corporations that do not have the best interest of we the people in mind. No, they do not. One by one, all of these freedoms are being taken away, and the United States is becoming more of a police state daily. Are you people seeing this? This is important. And when I say this is important, this is important. This literally is a life and death situation because I'm going to tell you right now, if we don't take back the power as people of this nation, as sovereign, as sovereigns in this nation, if we allow this evil faction to take over, we will never be free. In fact, we will only get squashed down, oppressed further, and quite frankly, probably murdered by this regime. Not just in this nation, but the deep state regimes all around the world. Do you want to know how you can help? Listen, at his hard line, we're all about acting and, and, and finding solutions, okay? But I'm not acting independently here. Let me make myself clear. This is not an independent effort from his hard line or myself, Jason. I am just a little tool in the big tool chest of tools, okay? There is a large group of people within the assemblies that play very large roles, more important roles than even I, for sure. Definitely for sure. But the thing is, each and every individual single soul that gets involved on this literal biblical movement, everybody has different skill sets, everybody has different talents, everybody has different abilities, can all be utilized for the greater good to get back to self-governance in this nation we call the United States of America, not the United States of the corporation, all capital letters. How can you help? Well, like I said, we're actively seeking people that are willing to step forward and help take back what is lawfully ours. Your level of involvement is entirely up to you. Are you up to that challenge? I don't ask that question lightly. Are you truly up for the challenge? Now, let me give you some facts that you probably didn't even know. Some of this you might know. Some of this is going to be like, whoo, mind blow. Washington, D.C. was deeded, deeded to the IMF. That's the International Monetary Fund. Washington, D.C. was deeded to the IMF by the Bretton Woods Agreement. D.C. is not ours. The IRS, here's another one. The IRS is not a U.S. government agency. Hmm. But Jason, we pay taxes. Yeah, we do. But by consent. Well, what do you mean by consent? If I don't pay it, if I don't give my consent and I don't pay, I'm going to go to jail. Yes, you will. Under the corrupt, tyrannical system that's in place right now, which is fraudulent and unlawful and does not abide by common law, the law of the land, which is based off of God's natural law. 
the U.S. government, the, the IRS is an agency of the IMF. Well, the IMF? Well, then what, where are they out of? Well, the IMF is an agency of the UN, the United Nations. What? Uh-huh. See the clear picture here? D.C. was deeded to the IMF by the Bretton Woods Agreement. The IRS is not a U.S. government agency. It's an agency of the IMF. Therefore, the IMF is also an agency of the U.N. Hmm. The U.S. has not had a function in de jure treasury since 1921. There's another little fact for you. These are facts, by the way. Do your research. The U.S. has not had a function in de jure treasury since 1921. Here's another one. There are no judicial courts or judges in America, and there has not been since Amendment 11. Judges do not enforce statutes and codes. Executive administrators enforce statutes and codes. Not judges. Here's another one. Now, clearly, if... You may not have heard the other ones, the other facts, but this one you probably heard. You know, you pay off your house. You think you own it free and clear? No. You own no property. Slaves can't own property. And yes, you better believe it. Me included. We're all slaves to this this garbage freaking tyrannical system that these little evil Satan minions own and operate. And they're trying like hell to try to keep control of it. Guess what? They're losing control. They are losing control. Make no mistake. They are losing control. Jason, how do you know this? Just, just trust me, okay? I'm, again, I'm not privy to any special information. It's called prayer and discernment and having the eyes to see and the ears to hear and really paying attention and connecting the dots. Read the deed to your property that you think is yours. <laughs> You're listed as a tenant. I read my, I read my deed. I couldn't believe it. And I saw that. I was like, geez. Here's some other interesting things as I was reading through uh, my paperwork. Because, you know, my wife and I just built a house a couple years ago. Even though they're houses, they're considered condominiums. They're units. They're not listed as houses or, or anything like that. Like, I thought that was kind of weird, too. I was like, what? Okay. It's weird. Here's another one you probably didn't know. You cannot use the Constitution to defend yourself because you are not a party to it. Huh? Mm-hmm. You cannot use the Constitution to defend yourself because you are not a party to it. The Constitution is to shackle and restrain our government officials that we elect or appoint. They're not for us. They're for the making sure that they stay in check. But guess what? As we talked about the other day when we were talking about the Constitution of versus for the United States, that one little word change allows them to do whatever the hell they want and unshackles them. While at the same time, in the same breath, they say, oh, we're doing everything constitutional. Are you? No, you're not. We are slaves and and we absolutely own nothing. Not even our children, which is crazy. And that's a whole nother topic we can probably dive into deeper when it comes to birth certificates and the driver's licenses and things like that. That's a whole different rabbit hole. But but that's a fact, though. We are slaves and own absolutely nothing. Not even our children. But Jason, they're in my house. They're under my roof. They're under my supervision. Yes, they are. My daughter is too. 
Paperwork-wise, though, see, again, this is why words are important. Words on paper are important. Why do we have these birth certificates? Well, to make sure we can track when, when, when people... When... <laughs> There's a whole different sinister reason for birth certificates and death certificates and all that. We'll get into that a different day. That is just too much to unpack right there. We're, we're going to leave that one alone. We'll table that one. Here's another one. It is not the duty of the police to protect you. Huh? Yeah, I know. If you're a police officer and you're listening to this, you're like, well, it's bullcrap. I swore an oath of the Constitution. Again, which one? The one that serves the, 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 the puppet masters? The one that actually serves the people? Their job is to protect the corporation and arrest code breakers. They're not there to protect you. Now, again, are there good people that are police officers and law enforcement? Absolutely. I know a few of them. I've met many great men in blue. But believe me, they have a boss too, and their boss has a boss, and that boss has a boss, and so on and so forth goes up the stupid pyramid of food chains there. Their job is to protect the corporation and make arrests and code breakers, and, you know, arrest code breakers, make money for the system. Listen, everything in the United States, here's another one, everything in the United States, everything in the United States is for sale. Roads, bridges, schools, hospitals, water, prisons, airports, etc. National parks. The FCC, CIA, FBI, and NASA, and all other alphabet gangs were never part of the United States government. Even though the U.S. government held shares of stock in, various, in the various agencies. Stock? Yeah. Well, here's the kicker. You know that 1040 form that we, we, I mean, we're in tax season right now. I'm sure you're all familiar with that 1040 form, right? Yeah, that 1040 form is a is for uh, tribute paid to Britain. Mm-hmm. Think your tax dollars are just going right back to your country? No. <laughs> no, they're not. Let me give you a little background history. And so back in 1783, America had won its war with Britain and became a country, and Americans were then free and sovereign people. And each state was a separate republic, united by a small central government, which is where that constitution plays a very large role. Because so again, the constitution is for the state, uh, for the uh, federal government by the states. Not, you know, they're not for the people, they're by the people, but they're originally for the federal government. Now, in 1860, Congress adjourned sine die, and I've talked about this before in a previous show, but we're going to kind of go over a little bit more. But Congress adjourned sine die, which means without a date, right? They didn't, they didn't put a date down of when they were going to reconvene and never returned. And so President Lincoln declared martial law. And again, don't think that this was all by accident. This was something that was planned, right? But President Lincoln declared martial law after, after that happened for the duration of the Civil War between 1861 and 1865, but he was assassinated before it could be lifted. Thus, we are technically still under a form of martial law. But Jason, I'm not seeing tanks going down the street. No, I know that. Okay, neither am I. I don't see these tanks going down the streets either. But technically, we're under a form of martial law because of this. Again, President Lincoln was our first unlawful president because he held a title of nobility because he was a lawyer who was who became president. And this is what pissed off the South. 
which is why they adjourned Sine Die. They got mad. They they were so pissed off that they left without even reconvening and you know, putting a date to reconvene. I don't know why they did that. I mean, I get it. Anger does a lot of things. But this is why we need to have calm heads in order to prevail. Now, in 1871, with a massive debt due to the Civil War, America declared bankruptcy and was sold to the investors. Now, the existing government was mothballed, per se, and a privately owned corporation quietly took its place. And most people didn't even notice. Washington, D.C. DC was created as a foreign country slash corporation and became the headquarters of the corporate government. Now, Congress returned, but was actually now working for the corporation. Hmm. Yeah, that's what happened. More than likely behind closed doors. In 1913, the Federal Reserve Act was implemented and America had no more of its own money. So all money was then created and owned by the Federal Reserve, which is a privately held bank, by the way, by the, by the Rothschilds. And from then on, we have had to borrow our own money at interest. It's not cool. And in order to pay back that interest on the monetary loans, the gold reserves were used. So by 1933, all the gold was gone and the gold-backed currency was no more. And all the currency from then on became Federal Reserve notes instead of actual money. Why do you think gold was illegal to own back then personally, privately, in that time? Oh, yeah. There was a time it was illegal to own gold and silver. To have it in your oh, to own silver. Did you know that? Uh-huh. Do you still believe the government is working for you? Serving you? Do you believe that they are our servants? Because they're not. With no backing of the currency, the national debt skyrocketed. And it has been increasing exponentially ever since. Well, you think? And it's now at a point where it is literally impossible to ever pay down that national debt because it is in the quadrillions. It's not in the trillions. Pfft, trillions is drops in the bucket. It's literally in the quadrillions. You only really knew the real debt. Now, like I said, we're going to be living in a new way forward here very soon. What do you mean by very soon, Jason? I, I can't give a date because it's not up to me. But when I say very soon, I mean within our lifetime. And, and, and when I say very soon within our lifetime, I would say in the near future within our lifetime. But it, it, again, it's, 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 it's just a matter of when we get the people to wake up. Now, part of this new way forward is living, living and abiding by common law. Now, the original Constitution created a government that was based on common law. This is the law we will be returning to. The power in common law rests rest with the people instead of government. And, and Abraham Lincoln said this, Government of the people, by the people, for the people, shall not perish from the earth. Yes, Abraham Lincoln was our first unlawful president, however... However, there were some things that he still did that was good. 
Now, living under common law is going to be a new experience for all of us going forward, since it hasn't been in effect for over 150 years. That's a long time. Many, many, many generations have come and gone in that time. So not only will this be an exciting time, but it's going to take some getting used to And the simplest explanation of common law is that if there is no injured party, there is no crime. So that means no more tickets for having too dark a window tint on your windows in Michigan, right? Or no more fines for jaywalking or, um, I don't know. There's so many stupid statutes and laws and rules out there. It's ridiculous. Like, like I forgot. I, don't, I can't even think. There's just so many stupid rules. But all it is is just, again, big money grab. That's all it is. All these stupid statutes and laws. Now, some of the highlights. Now, here's something you're going to want to pay attention to. So when, we're, when we get to living under common law, all right, and we get back to that, and we will, I promise you, some of the highlights of that, you're going to like this. No income tax. Yes, state and federal. No income tax. How are we going to pay for our different, you know, areas, you know, areas of government? Well, more than likely, probably a flat sales tax on brand new items, except things that are essential like food and clothes. I've heard that. I don't, I can't tell you definitively, but that was a, an idea slash theory that was rolling around. A flat 15% sales tax on new items like new cars, new boats, new houses, new lawnmowers, right? Except on things that are essential like food and clothing. And then anything that you sell that's used, you don't have to worry about the tax like you do with a house or a car. All right, so that same item isn't generating income ta- or, you know, tax over and over and over and over and over again you know, via the property tax. Which brings me to the next one. No property taxes. No drug laws. No drug laws. Yeah, no drug laws. I mean, I'm against drugs, but yeah, I mean, if you want to, you know, harm yourself and smoke pot and do cocaine or whatever, okay. Just don't push it on somebody else because if you do and it harms them and kills them, guess what? You're going to be subject to common law, which with a speedy trial, if somebody is hurt, injured, or killed, yeah, you'll, you'll, you're going to suffer death. There'll be no more license required to drive a car. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm trying to figure out how that's going to work with commercial CDL holders, but I guess cross that bridge when that time comes. I don't know how that's going to work, but it's going to be interesting. No license required for a car. But, Jason, we've got a ton of crazy drivers out there on the road. I know. I share the public roadways with them. I know. doesn't mean that there's not going to be any schools or classes on how to operate a motor vehicle on public roadways. All it says is there will be no license required for a car. There'll be no tax on imports. There will be an emphasis on local businesses, an emphasis on natural health care. There will be an emphasis on local farms and community, right? Back to the old ways. You'll have a right to keep and bear arms without having to have a CPL to carry anywhere you go. Again, you shoot your, your firearm without being in defense of yourself or your family, and you just go out and murder someone, yeah, you you're going to have a quick and speedy trial and you're going to die with a hanging. That's common law for you. You're going to have no credit ratings or this BS bull crap that they're trying to push this social credit score. I don't even know what the hell that is. I don't know. It's a CCP thing, but quite frankly, I laugh at it. It holds no water in my life. I laugh at it. I don't care. Whatever. 
bank loans will be affordable. There will also be cheap, inexpensive, affordable electricity. Now, where I'm reading this from, it says or free. I don't know about free. I'm a little skeptical of that, but they'll definitely be, we won't be gouged for our utilities. And here's the last and best part. All men and women are equal. Now, as you can see, this is a drastic change from everything that we've been brought up to believe. The emphasis is going to be on personal responsibility instead of placing the responsibility on the government. Now, some of you are probably thinking, well, now, Jason, in the very beginning, you were talking about there are positions in government that are being filled. What, what, what are you talking about? Okay, well, let me just talk to you from a standpoint of Michigan. Again, this is public domain. But because Michigan is governed by common law now, the power rests with the people instead of the government. This requires the people to participate in, a in the decision-making process. It is the people that are rebuilding this government. So let's make it something that we can be proud of. Now, since the government offices have been vacant for 150 years, technically, we have a lot of openings. All currently filled positions are interim, meaning that the people will vote on who will fill those seats once all the initial work is done. Now, within personal government, common law believes in self-governance first and foremost, but all along with greater freedoms comes greater responsibilities. Just because you are allowed to do things that have been illegal for your entire lifetime does not mean you can do anything you want. You must respect the freedoms of other people also. Very important. It's called personal government. You need to govern yourselves properly. Then there's county government. The next level in government is the county level. The ultimate authority for uh, at that county level is the grand jury, also known as the petite grand jury, which is the grand jury of the people. I talked about this in a few episodes back with about Antonin Scalia and what he discussed, you know, with you know, with regards to the grand jury. Go back a few episodes and some discussions. You'll see it in the title grand jury belongs to the people but there are many other offices similar to what we are currently that um, to what are currently in place now there's the state government above the county government is the state the state will have a governor along with several other positions also at the level will will be the state grand jury so you have the petite grand jury in the county level and then you have a state grand jury and representatives to the national government so the grand jury and representatives to the national government is to hold trials against those that are in office that wrong the people of this nation. The petite grand juries on a county level are to try people within their communities that commit harm or murder against another man or woman or child. And then you got your national government and of course at the national level, there are many positions like the Office of President and Congress and Senate, Secretary of State, all that, etc. We all know that. It's not a sexy or quick process. But it's a process, and we're going to get there. Well, Jason, after hearing you blabber on for 47 plus minutes about this, then where do I start? 
Well, you could start with going to hishardline.com. There's a tab there called Assemblies. You click on Assemblies, it takes you to a page with a video. I recommend listening to that video. That's an interview by Destry, who is uh, one of the you know primary guys that is really on the ground level of this movement and getting back to a constitutional Republican form of government and helping build these assemblies. I mean, he, he, he flies out everywhere. He lives in Alaska now, but he flew out to Hawaii to help them get assembled. I mean, he, him and two other guys in Michigan, there's three of them, and they are working tirelessly to help people get this knowledge in their knowledge bank. But the thing is, you have to act on it. They have the handbooks. They have, we have the, the it's a 10-step process. And they can walk you through it. It's very easy. You need to get 30 people and about eight hours worth of time, lock yourselves all in a room, and he, you hammer out all the details. It's, they've done this for state after state after state. It's only three of them, but, you know, they're helping people do this. And then it's up to those people to keep repeating the process throughout the state so we can get the counties because we need three-quarters of the counties, not just three-quarters of the states of the country. We need three-quarters of the counties in those states so we can take, take ourselves out of interim status. What does that mean after that? We then are self-governed and we have control of the military. Right now, the military is keeping the peace, the good military. There's a couple different militaries. There's the good guys and then the bad guys. And yes, that's going to be very hard for you to, to accept. But truth be told, there are certain factions of the military that are bought and paid for by the Vatican and the British Royal Crown. And then we have the good guys, or a.k.a. the white hats, if you've been kind of following you know, some truthers out there. But yeah, there are white hats out there. That's the best way we can explain it. And for a while, I was a little skeptical of you know, the term white hat because white hat is also a term that's used in the, uh, in the, high level, the highest levels of uh, uh, Freemasonry when you get up into the you know, 33rd degree Freemason status, which I believe is the highest status. And uh, there's a different history there, but, you know, they use the term white hat as well. And the hat basically signifies just kind of what level and status of where you're at within the Freemasons. It's a different story for a different day. You know, somebody told me one time, Jason, it's got to be hell to be in your mind. And I'm like, what are you talking about? They're like the stuff you talk about and read and research, like it's got to be stressful to be in your own mind. Don't you have anxiety or depression knowing these things? No. I, I Now, here's the thing. I used to. Not anymore. Why? You know, knowledge is power. Yes. But there's one key element that people overlook and miss. The application of knowledge is not only power, but also means freedom. When they say the truth shall set you, set you free, that is not to be taken lightly. The truth will set, will set you free. So where do you start? Again, go to my website, hishardline.com, click on the Assemblies tab. And then there's a section there called National Assembly. Go there. There's two different, you know, there's a video there. I suggest watching it. Destry is interviewed by a woman named Reba. Excellent interview. It'll, he'll go into more detail about what's going on. It'll give you more background. And if you don't want to go to my website, that's cool. I don't, you don't have to. You can just go right to www.national-assembly.net.
That's www.national-assembly.net. There are forums over there that you can go find your state. It's all categorized over there by state and county. You can, you know, sign up to be involved in the forum so you can talk and get in contact with people in your area locally to find out where your county and state is at in this whole process. That is where you start. You have... I know it's not fun. Believe me, I didn't... I didn't... uh, I don't even know what the word is. I didn't plan on doing something like this. You know, when I when my wife and I built our house and we got everything situated the way we want, you know how I saw my life? And this is pre-COVID, right? Before that stupid nonsense crap came about. I wanted to just pay off my house real quick, way early, right? I wanted to start and, and put all my money in my 401k and start a Roth IRA and like get, you know, just, you know, become a millionaire, right? I I just wanted to get to retirement age and get to millionaire status. And, you know, um, I I just, you know, I wanted to just live life for me, right? But the more I started learning and the more I started realizing what was actually happening, I started realizing, man, there might not be a future for me or my children. There'll be no future for my wife or future, you know, generations. No future for you. And so, yeah, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired now. It's time to, it's time to act. Yes, this podcast is brand new. It's been a month now today since I've started it. And I've had almost, what, 850 downloads in the last month. That may not seem like a lot to most people. It might be small potatoes to someone who's established for a few years. But to me, I was astounded. I was like, wow, I'm approaching a thousand downloads in a, and you know, probably within a month, in a week, you know, five, six weeks. That's a lot for me. I was like, whoa. So anyway, I guess that's it. It's time to act. But again, it's not just the time to act, but you also have to keep number one priority in front of you. And that is keep your eyes at the cross. Get Christ Jesus in your heart because through Jesus Christ bridges your way to the Father in heaven. And we cannot be a blessed nation and a healed nation without God the Father at the throne. That's all I have to say on that subject. So again, remain firm, steadfast, and uncompromising. That's what it's about. Being a hardliner and a pursuer of Jesus Christ. And like it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Good night. Good afternoon, I should say. Again, I keep thinking it's 7 p.m. God bless.
I'll be signing out till next time. And tomorrow I'll be doing a 1% or less with him Bible reading. Thank you for listening to His Hard Line. Have a good day. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the day. That concludes our discussion. Remember, it's all about being firm, steadfast, and uncompromising. Our job here is to expand the kingdom of our Heavenly Father. His Heartline, and don't forget to visit us at www.hisheartline.com. Until then or the next time, we'll see you then. God bless.